shit. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck do you want? Oh, yeah. <laughs> round three. We're back for round three now. As always, if you're listening to this, you're cool in our book, so props. We hope everybody's been checking out the pod and enjoying it. Everybody give it a listen, and I assume you are listening now yep. because you're hearing this currently. Exactly. And if you got any buddies that uh, you think would dig it, tell them about it. Go on our Facebook page and uh, give that a like. You can even let us know if there's anything you would be interested in hearing us uh, talk about. Some movies that you think are unjustly crapped upon. We totally take requests. So now, Trav, it's come to this. Thought we might put it off for a while. We couldn't do it. (laughs) We had to get to it. Nunez had to be discussed. And we'll be again. Indeed, but this is where to start. Friday the 13th, Part 5. Demon's Beginning. (laughs) That's all you need to know. Nunez is in this. Demon crushes. Movie starts out. Right. Tommy Jarvis. Yes. Young Tommy Jarvis. Feldman. 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 Running to Jason's grave. Yeah, he knows where it is. It's in uh, through the woods. It's in Crystal Lake. What was he even doing? He was just like going to check, see if it's still there. Yeah, I think he just needs to go nightly check on it. <coughs> he just keeps a close and constant watch on it. He wants to go over there every night, make sure that uh, a couple of dudes aren't coming to dig it up. Well, this is not his night. It was bound he to happen. To check it out. <laughs> It is raining like crazy. It, it is. But he is well prepared for it. He's got a... He's got his raincoat on, probably some galoshes. Yeah. What's What are galoshes? Those rain boots? Yes, sir. That's what I thought. <laughs> he needs to have uh, something to block the rain from getting on his eyeglasses, though, because they are soaked. Yeah, he needs a better, a better brimmed hat. Yeah, he needs a hat. He's wearing like a Paddington Bear hat or something. <laughs> He finds his worst nightmare because there's a couple of hoodlums come out of the woods and they decide they're going to dig up the main man. They're like, oh shit, let's go see what this guy looks like. <laughs> yeah, they knew about him. He's he's probably a local legend. Yeah, they've heard point. about the legends. It's like us digging up uh, Confederate soldiers or something. <laughs> That's our coolest legend that we have. I don't, there are no legends. We don't have any... Uh, Serial killer legends around here to go dig up. No. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but these guys, they're they're pumped as hell, dude. They're ready to <laughs> dig up a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> they have what should be hours of digging ahead yeah. of them. Because you're supposed to be like, what, six feet deep? Yes. Jason is not six feet deep. This boy is about six inches deep. Yeah. Right? <laughs> They just sprinkled some leaves over top of him. He's <laughs> yeah. like, he's good. Their uh, grave digging was literally enough to get 
the top of the casket level with the ground, and then they just put like a little bit of dirt on top of it. <laughs> That's all you needed. They, they, were, have... they were certain this guy that keeps coming back was officially dead. Yeah, he's dead. Don't worry about it. So they uh, they scrape the dirt off the top of his uh, coffin and pry him open. He's buried in his hockey mask. With a machete. With a machete. <laughs> and something else, too. He's got, like, an ice pick or something. I don't know. He's just fucking hanging out down there, and he's like, finally, somebody has taken <laughs> he that was this, inch of dirt off of me. That was all that was holding him down, and now he's ready to come out. He busts one dude out with a machete, and he's got some type of other device, kills that other guy. And all the while, Tommy's just standing in the bushes getting drenched. Just well, thinking suck the entire this, time. He's not feeling it one bit at all, dude. He's making these noises <laughs> that are not noises that you would make when you're watching someone be murdered. Unless you were a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Which he probably was. And he is. Mm-hmm. You find out. Tommy's a fucking weirdo. Jason does uh, work on these two fellas. He's coming over he's gonna kill Tommy now Tommy is freaking out he's uh not feeling it and then smash cut boom it was all a dream damn Tommy's actually a 30 year old man or 15 <laughs> yeah it's not clear how old this boy <laughs> is supposed to be but he does not look anything like Corey Feldman nope he does not look like a kid. <laughs> the memory of Jason was hard on his looks. Definitely. He's he's had some rough times. He's on his way to the Mendel Institution now. In the woods. Yeah. It's like a... It's a quaint little cottage. It's a cottage hippie uh, mental ward. They, uh... They just let take them, in randoms. Yeah, they just let them walk around and do whatever they need to to get through their issues, I guess. But anyways... Tommy, he's on the way to the mental institution, and it just makes you wonder how much time is supposed to have passed from the end of part four until now. It's really hard to tell because he looks of indeterminate age. Yeah. They try to play it off like he's like a teenager, I guess, but it's really... Well, how old was Tommy in part four? Nine? Like a, yeah, he's he's pretty young, ten or something like that. Yeah. We'll go for 10 because that's easier math. Yeah. And then if this was like four years, even if it was four or five years later, he would only be like 14 or 15. He's not 14 and 15. He looks like he's like a hard living 21 year old or (laughs) something. He's been through some shit. He has. He's just hanging out, learning how to make masks. (laughs) That's the thing I wanted to mention is that, uh, I mean, he was a mask maker in part four. But it seems to me he's supposedly continued to make masks. Maybe his access to uh, the materials that he needs to make masks is not as uh, large because he's been shipped around, I guess, uh, to mental institutions. But uh, his mask-making abilities seem to have slacked up since Part 4. They were way cooler in 4, I thought. It was with his family's love yeah. <laughs> that he built those masks. Now he's just half-assing it, I think. He's just building them to remember his family. <laughs> Whenever he gets there, they tell him that uh, 
to the nut house. Right. They're always like, you can, uh, you know, do what you please. We run on the honor system here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not how you would run that type of facility. The honor system means that you've got a bunch of varying degree of crazy people living in the same place, just walking around doing whatever they want to. <laughs> Nobody's watching them. Nobody's like keeping axes out of their hands. Candy bars. Yeah, they don't a, have a close watch on these two that always sneak off to get up to hijinks. <laughs> yeah. But Tommy's there now. He gets the re- the the introduction. They just tell him to go find his room. He goes and <laughs> through the kitchen. Yeah, through which the, he has no idea where the kitchen is in his house because they're just like, "Come on, I'll teach you, <laughs> or I'll show you to the director, or the doctor." Yeah. And then you're going to uh, go to the kitchen, which you have no idea where it is. <laughs> and then to the left, and then up the stairs. <laughs> your then, room is on the right. You, it's the empty one that's just <laughs> waiting for your pairs of pants to be put in the closet. <laughs> All seven pairs of pants. <laughs> he gets in there. He's unpacking now. And uh, he's going to put his pants up. He opens the closet door, and there's a giant spider in there. Oh, my God. He's super spooked. <laughs> <laughs> this is our introduction to... Possibly the second coolest character in the movie, Reggie the Reckless. And he's like, dude, you're a wimp. You scared of this spider? <laughs> Tommy's, meanwhile, pulling on his mask in secret. <laughs> yeah. The, which is plain can't sight. <laughs> and he turns around and he's like, <laughs> and Reggie's, Reggie's like, like shitting in his closet. <laughs> Reggie is legit disturbed about <laughs> this. Like, <laughs> and then they just have like a real quiet moment where they're just like standing there. Well, it's like, well, you scared me and now I scared you. And This is an I, even playing field. <laughs> I guess we're buddies now. They kind of stay buddies for the rest of the movie a little bit. But then Reggie's like grabbing for that mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tommy's like, don't touch don't. it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, calm down. You act like you made these things. He's like. I did. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't. You don't have to get all twisted out of shape about it. I mean, you act like you made these things or something. I did. Solid. Reggie is, uh, he's pumped that uh, Tommy is a mask maker, dude. He can't wait to get a mask from Tommy. <laughs> but then they hear, uh, so sirens. They hear sirens. So Reggie's like, peace out, dog. There's some action going down there. <laughs> I gotta go see what is up. Because he knows he's been around. His pops. It's, we should say that Reggie isn't uh, one of these mental Yeah, he's not a crazy. His, his grandpops is the cook, so he just gets to hang around a bunch of crazy people Which all the time. This is a terrible place to bring a child. <laughs> yeah, I wonder like how often he's there, I guess, every, every day. Every day. Yeah. He has a place to stay. He because lives there, I guess. Gene's like, I want you in bed Yeah, when true. I get home. But he runs out. He wants to see what's going on. Maybe he's the craziest one. <laughs> yeah, Reggie? He, he thinks he's not crazy. <laughs> it's like a Shutter going. Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just set up for him. That They don't call him reckless for nothing, dude. He probably <laughs> murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You hear the sirens. Right. And then... Reggie runs out. It's a cop car pulling up with two people in the back. Yep. What have they been up to? 
Hijinks. <laughs> they have been sneaking off onto another awesome character's land Pretty to get much. up to uh, some hijinks. You know what they're up to. <laughs> they're straight nailing in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing to do around there. It's the only thing to do around here. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they're non-repentant, dude. They're just having a good old <laughs> <No>. time. <laughs> They're a parent middle. Apparent, yeah, apparently, but I mean, the only thing that makes it apparent is that they're in a mental ward, but I have no idea what it is that's wrong with them. They're just compelled to nail. <laughs> Constantly. They compelled to nail is a fucking <laughs> corpse new song. But uh, up comes Ethel. She is the person whose property they've been nailing on. And she is not feeling it. She rolls up on her son Junior's motorbike. And she's raising hell, dude. <laughs> and she is awesome. She, Her and Junior both. She has like... It's literally like... Um, what do you call it? A uh, Possibly up. Yeah, it's like a toss-up of who's got the best lines in this movie, but it's like a uh, an embarrassment of riches whenever you have so much that, like... This movie is right. Because there's so many promos in this movie, dude. But Ethel is... She's coming out of the gate swinging, dude. <laughs> she's just dropping promos all over this place. It's fucking... She is... Oh, man. I don't even know how to describe her. <laughs> I've been through the talking. You keep quiet. Morning, Ethel. Hi, don't you look lovely today? Poor shit. Now, Sheriff, you better hear me and hear me good. I want this loony bin closed down. Do you hear me, fella? Now, these kids ain't nothing but trouble. They don't respect others' property, and they're all crazy. You tell them off! <laughs> Ethel, these kids weren't doing... Doing? Doing? You think I don't know what those two perverts were doing in my yard? Say it like you mean it, Ma! Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> now, I'm going to tell all of you. You mark my words. The next little bastard comes near my farm, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out. You hear me? Don't you come near me, Sheriff. I'm warning you. I got a bomb on me. I swear to you. You make one move toward me, I'm going to blow us all up. Start the engines, Junior! They're like rednecks, I guess. Her and her yeah. son are like some kind of rednecks. Uh, they don't give a fuck about anybody, but... Like, <laughs> yeah. And Junior should be, be said... He should be in, in the, the mental hospital. <laughs> for sure. He seems crazier than most of the people that are actually yeah. in the mental hospital. She's telling them that they need to stay off of her land or she's going to blow their brains out, dude. <laughs> And then she says that she's got a bomb on her, dude. <laughs> That's after the cop was like, whatever they're introduced to, the cop's like, hello, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> what did she say? Horseshit. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> it's just so weird that this movie is like the only movie to have backwoods redneck characters in it. Or yeah, one. unless you count Crazy Ralph. Yeah, I guess he's kind of like that. But these two are just like... They're over the top. They're, like, consistently covered in filth. <laughs> Except for Junior around his eyes where he's always riding that motorcycle. Yeah, he's got motorcycle goggles on, so that's, like, the only clean part of his body. But 
they both look like they're just rolling around in dirt all the time and they are not feeling this mental hospital being so close to their land. <laughs> they lane. want that shit closed down. Yes. So then we get kind of a uh, a look into the daily goings-on of this mental hospital. We see uh, some girls are doing the laundry and uh, one fella is uh, chopping firewood. <laughs> so, I mean, most of these dudes, they don't seem like they're like on the edge, violent, or that crazy, really. They're not vicious. They're like, you know, dealing with some issues, possibly, or whatever. But the one dude that seems like he could possibly go crazy and kill somebody with an axe is the dude that has an axe. <laughs> you think you'd put somebody else on firewood duty. He's straight up aggressive. He's just like, I don't even think he's trying to get any firewood. He's trying to just like subvert his uh, hostile <laughs> feelings. He's just going to pound on a, a log all day long with an axe to try to <laughs> stave off his homicidal leanings. Also, you just had to pound on a log all day. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite things. To do. But then we're, we see Joey. And Joey is the slowest, should we say, of the people that are there. Yeah, he would have to be. <laughs> he's He is the one that seems like he's definitely got some arrested development going on. Some uh, Doesn't seem like he is where he needs to be mentally. He's an orphan. He's definitely an orphan, and he's just looking for some friends, and he loves chocolate. Oh, yeah, because it's all over his face, <laughs> which is just an awesome way of selling someone's yeah. <laughs> mental retardation. <laughs> it's just, just like... cover their chin with We chocolate. need people to know that this guy is not completely with it, so let's just smear chocolate <laughs> all over his mouth. It's not even... It's like it's dripping just, from yeah, his, his corner. It's in the corner. He so. has like marionette dummy lines down, <laughs> his, down his chin. Made out of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes over to the chicks that are doing the laundry, and he wants to try to help out. And they're like, get out of here, Joey. They've heard this a million times probably. He's probably screwed up their stuff before. Yeah. He, he might just not be able to remember maybe, but they know this boy's got chocolate on his hands, and he's no good at doing the laundry. Nope. We just washed this. You are covered in chocolate. You're not touching it. <laughs> but uh, he's he wants to try to throw in some help anyway, so he goes to grab a sheet, gets it covered in chocolate, of course. Damn. They're like, Joey! Go away! <laughs> You're always screwing everything up. Get out of here. He's like, fine. If that's the way you feel about it, I'll go over here and help somebody else. <laughs> somebody else will appreciate my help. So it goes over to Vic, who is the uh, the axe wielding maniac of the <laughs> the camp. He's over there still pounding on that log. Joey's like, "Hey, Vic, what's happening?" <laughs> Don't tell these chicks. I but got I got two candy bars. <laughs> I'm gonna give you one. And Vic's like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> He's not interested in his, in Joey's candy bar at all. Joey sits the candy bar. On the wood that Vic is chopping, he's like, I'm going to leave this here for you. You take it when you want it. And Vic's like, fuck your candy. And he's like, chops it in half. <laughs> Perfectly chops that it, candy bar. He was, he's been practicing. He's dead on with it. Yeah, he knows what's up. And then Joey, once again, is like, well, if that's how you're going to be about it, I'm going to go fuck over here and just do something else. This is 
the last straw for Vic. <laughs> He's like, I can't <laughs> take this guy anymore. He's been suppressing his homicidal urges for this long. But Joey pushed him over the edge with that chocolate bar. Man, he, maybe and he, he's diabetic. And he's like, <laughs> he couldn't even have one, and it just like <laughs> made him so mad. He wanted that candy so bad, and he was like, fuck you for tempting me, dude. Yeah. So he uh, chopped Joey up into a bunch of pieces yeah. with that axe. Two pieces. There's at least two pieces, because there's, there's an, an arm. arm. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to say that... Uh, Whenever I was a kid, I remember being thoroughly disturbed by this happening. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, holy crap. I was like, what this guy's trying to give him candy, and he just chopped him in half. Yeah. I was just like, this isn't even the villain of the movie. This is just your standard character in the movie as an axe murderer. <laughs> and killed this like poor guy. So, oh yeah, and the... The doc of the place like looks out the window and he's like, "Oh my oh, god, shit. <laughs> I should have never gave that guy that ass. <laughs> But then, of course, your uh, your amb- ambulance guys are going to have to show up and such. Everybody's going to have to come clean up this body. And there's this guy there, Roy. Whenever he sees the body, he seems like he's uh, real shocked. But the guy, his partner, is not shocked. He is not shocked at he's all. He's just like, look what got here. And he's like, oh. <laughs> come on, Roy, get your hands dirty. Yeah. <laughs> As he's like chewing gum and like blowing <laughs> bubbles. Yeah. Roy is completely unstoked. Yeah, not feeling it one bit. But then we cut away. We see uh, a couple of greasers on the side of the road. They're broke down. It's nighttime now, and uh, I guess they're trying to go. Meet up with their chicks. Yeah, they're like hitting some skeezy jobs. Yeah. And one dude's trying to work on the car, but he doesn't know how to fix it. And the other guy has to go take a crap, so he doesn't want to fix it either. (laughs) He's running to take a crap in the woods. Leaves his buddy to just deal with shit that he doesn't know how to deal with. Jesus, man, can't you do anything? Stop screwing around. Get this done by the time I get back. I gotta take a crap. Crap my ass! Just do it, man. I mean it. He's sitting there. He's just... Fuck this guy. (laughs) He's the one that's always messing with this engine. Apparently, this is not the first time the car has broke down. One dude knows how to fix it, doesn't want to, and the other guy doesn't know how to fix it, and he's the one that's getting charged with fixing it, while the other guy is just like, I cannot wait... A little while. I have to go take a dump in the woods right now. He has like irritable irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> I sound like that guy stuttering in the movie. Yeah. Irritable. <laughs> I can understand going to take a leak in the woods, but I'm not taking no dumps in the woods, dude. Maybe he was at that point. If he had irritable bowel syndrome, then that and understandable. He's probably just like it's in it's a pants or nothing. <laughs> yeah. But he comes back from his dump, and now he's he's in a good mood now. He's singing. <laughs> he's good to go. He's like, I'm going to start this car. And his, car won't start. His buddy had just gotten a flare shoved down his, his throat. throat. And he's laying prone over the inside of the hood of the car, and he's just like, you better have that car working. <laughs> he doesn't even care that this guy is obviously dead. I then dropped my deuce. We're ready to roll. <laughs> I'm ready to get out of here, dude. I found some leaves. 
<laughs> I'm ready to, I'm like, I'm clean for these girls we're going to meet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the car still doesn't start. He's singing an awesome song. All right, if you got the car started, you're a dead man. This ain't start, man. Fucked up again, it ain't starting. I'm gonna kick your ass, kick your ass. Come on now, come on everybody, this ain't starting. Come on, motherfucker, fix the fucking car. Come on, fucked up again, you asshole. What you doing up there, Vinny? And then uh, somebody slits his throat. Who was it? I think it was Jason, dude. Yeah, it probably it had to have been. This is Friday Thirteenth. Yep. So there, you know, two greasers down. We didn't know who they were, and now they're dead. <laughs> this movie just randomly drops characters in just to kill them all the time, dude. But they are awesome. Yeah, they're all Until they're primo. Dead. Nobody in this movie is a bore at all. Then we see that uh, Tommy's hanging out without his shirt on, and Homeboy is buff, dude. <laughs> he is supposed to be like a 14... 13, 14 year old, maybe, you know, who knows? I'm not really sure. But uh, he's definitely been working out in the meantime since part four. He is built. When he was a little chubby kid, now he's stacked up. Mask making is heavy work. <laughs> yeah. Works the core a lot, I think. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. like crossfitting masks. <laughs> he's seeing visions of Jason. And I'm saying that this version of Jason looks primo dude yeah he's awesome looking this was like a missed opportunity for us to not see more of him kind of but uh Tommy's getting ready for breakfast which is happening downstairs and everybody is a bit uh you know down in the dumps because poor <laughs> Joey poor got Lord. owned yeah Joey's Joey's dead and uh Vic's gone Vic's gone he's he's gonna be put up in the real Jail, I yeah, guess. <laughs> like in an actual mental yeah. asylum. Yeah. Where they don't use the honor system. <laughs> and uh, one guy is supremely bummed out when he says, you don't set a plate for a dead person. <laughs> was it a stuttery guy? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was, I think. Don't be setting places for dead people. <laughs> you don't set a place for a dead person. I said I was sorry. And Tommy comes down, but there's still one person missing. I think it's the dude that keeps going off and uh, banging Debbie Sue Voorhees all the time. Yeah, that's what's up. And they're like, hey, where, where's that guy at? Tommy, would you go find him? Tommy's just, just like stonewalling him, dude. He's not, he's not even like nodding his head or anything. They're like, come on, Tommy, help us out of here. Go find that guy. And he's like, all right, I guess. His name's Eddie. Eddie, that's who's missing. Yeah. He goes to, Tommy goes to turn around and go look for him, and the dude pops out with one of Jay, or Tommy's masks on and pulls a spook job on him. <laughs> Tommy's like forever getting spooked in his movie. <laughs> yeah. The one dude that needs to not be getting spooked. <laughs> and needless to say, Tommy is not feeling it. He, no, he's not having it. This is when we see 
the first of Tommy's violent outbursts <laughs> and supremely articulate kung fu moves. He's a goddamn Power Ranger, dude. <laughs> he just like snaps into it, dude. He gives this guy a suplex through a table. <laughs> F use him. Yeah. What? It's what like it? firemen's carry into a fucking <laughs> boom. And. That's what I love is that it's not even just like a suplex. It's literally through a table, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's perfect. And then we go back over to uh, Ethel and Junior's house, which is just a shack. It's a rough-looking joint, dude. Looks primo to me. <laughs> it looks exactly like how you would think Ethel's house would look. Yeah. She's like, what, chopping chickens? or is that? Like- yeah, she's chopping a chicken's head off and... Talking to a dead chicken, telling yeah. her she's going to yeah, chop him up. Bitty pieces. <laughs> Just like they did that guy over yeah. at the mental hospital. <laughs> Cold-blooded, dude. She's not feeling She doesn't give a fuck. Uh, and then randomly, a uh, strange drifter shows up at her door. on the door. He says, ma'am. I haven't eaten in two days. I like to earn my keep. <laughs> it's like, I'll do some work. You feel me up? Oh no, we got oh man, we missed it. What did we miss? Whenever he shows up at the door. Oh yeah. And she's like, Who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Which is one of the best line readings I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> she puts this boy on uh shit cleaning duty. Clean out the chicken coop. And he's just like, Thank you, ma'am. And the dude just he just wanders off to go. Like he has no, he has nothing with him. He's just a drifter walking around. He doesn't have like a a bindle or anything like that. <laughs> He's just going to go get like elbow deep in chicken shit and <laughs> just for something to eat. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, another awesome scene. This movie is just legit it, awesome scene after all awesome the way scene, through. dude. We see Roy, the ambulance driver again. He's a. Uh, on the side of the road, cleaning up the mess from these two greasers that got popped last night. And the sheriff is over here talking. Roy's in the background doing his duty as an ambulance driver, which is to apparently clean up gruesome <coughs> crime Murders. scenes. The, the sheriff's kind of monologuing or whatever. I don't even remember. But uh, Roy's like, Did you say something to me, yeah. sheriff? <laughs> You talking to me? And he's like, "Huh? Well, no, not not you, Roy. You're good." He's like, "Oh, okay then. Bye." What the hell's going on here? You talking to me, Sheriff? Huh? Oh, I thought you was talking to me. No, Roy, it's okay. Go ahead, get them out of here. <laughs> so let's just keep let's just keep Roy in mind. Yeah. He's a character in this movie. Let's not forget. No. He shows up every once in a while. Then we got another primo scene. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> Billy, the guy that was... Uh, Roy's partner. No, he's, this is he was the guy that drove Tommy to the nut house. Oh, the yeah, beginning. that's right. So he works for the mental hospital, I guess. Yeah. He's going out... A big night on the town, dude. He's got it going on. Billy, he comes sliding in in his charger. He's ready to have a night out on the town with Lana, the chick that works at the local diner. All by herself. She's closing up. 
And he's like, come on, baby, we need to get out of here. And she's like, you just told your horses now. No, they did that little thing. He's like, oh, no, what? Oh, yeah. You looking for lines? <laughs> They've got like a cute little game that they play. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't stand this shit. <laughs> he's like, just get your ass out of here, girl. <laughs> she wants you too, but she got to get ready first. And he's like, hurry up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even going to wait to party, dude. He's going. No, he's he's pre-gaming. <laughs> yeah, he's pre-gaming with some cocaine. <laughs> and now this is now the second time we've seen people doing coke in one of these movies that we're covering, Trav. That's all right, though. And we even talked about it in the first episode that uh, it's rare to see cocaine in a Friday the Thirteenth movie. But the next Friday the 13th movie that we watch has cocaine. cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that those are like the only two. The next one we do. It's like, those would be rolling in cocaine. People are just going to be doing heroin and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Like Randy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. We got to at least attempt to make some of the noises that Billy makes in that car. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Homeboy, he's going to pre-game it with some coke. He's got a whole... Like a ritual down where he's gonna bust out his mirror or something, I think, and then he's got his he's got his coke hidden, and when like he pulls the it out, side visor or something, yeah, something like that. It's like up top, and he like goes to pull it down. And he's like, oh, or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Eat. There's no way to replicate it, dude. Oh man, it's it's awesome. But then he cuts it. And then takes his knife and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) This dude's a gold mine of promos, just like everybody else is in this movie. And inside, it's no less of a gold mine of promos, while this chick is just like flashing herself while she's getting ready. It's showtime, dude. She's getting, she's worked up to go have a night with Billy, dude. <laughs> she knows he's got coke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, as is want to happen, poor Billy did some coke, and then uh, somebody just slams an axe into the back <laughs> of his head. <laughs> it's this is a, like a sweet bullseye bald spot. Yeah, <laughs> right in the bald spot. It's <laughs> <He's there>. a clank. <laughs> and then uh, Lana runs out. Yeah, she doesn't know anything's up. No, she doesn't know what's up. She gets in the car and she's like, she's just she's like, what's going on? Where are you at or something? And then she sees that, that coke on the floorboard or something. She's like, oh man. She's like, well, I don't care where you're at now. Let me just more for me. <laughs> yeah. Which is not really true because no. if he's wasting it by driving it in the floor, yeah. it's not really more. Plus, for he's her. already he's like ahead of her. Yeah, exactly. But uh, how does she get owned? Like she's. Sees the foot, like oh yeah, the legs from yeah, the door, and the axe, and she gets out and she gets an axe right in the gut. Oh yeah, there's a lot of sharp implements to guts in this movie. That's like their go-to kill. Then aren't they like the cut to a scene was like it's uh it's this police station. Yeah, the sheriff's office. Yeah, they're like the I guess the mayor. Yeah. Like, I want to know who's fucking responsible for this. You guys are sucking the, like, the deputies are sitting there asleep. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a, the mayor's in there raising hell and yelling at the top of his lungs and the deputy is like not even selling it at all. Sheriff De Niro's just fucking hanging out. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then he's like, I know who did this. Yeah. And he's like, well, fucking, you better tell me. <laughs> it's like, it was Jason Voorhees. And the mayor is like, give me a break. <laughs> you know we buried that motherfucker an inch into the ground. No, no, here's what he says. He says he was cremated. Mm. And this That's is right. this is a big weird issue with the Friday thirteenth. Tommy Jarvis series. Did, we're just like flashing back to Tommy Jarvis's dream as like an actual thing that Yeah, happened. like I don't that was just a dream. But this dude is straight up claiming that the state or the county or whatever cremated Jason's body. Which will go on to be retconned out in <laughs> into oblivion, but it's weird to note that at this point in the series they were like, "Jason yeah, is dead. He's gone. He's gone. He is literally the ashes in that dude's ashtray or whatever <laughs> that he tips over. Yeah, and then puts, and then it, then in puts it in his hand <laughs> here. He's like, "Fuck you. You go find out who's killing these kids. <laughs> it ain't Jason Voorhees. I am leaving." Jason <laughs> Voorhees does not exist. Straw's wrong. <laughs> is what he says. He walks out the door and is like, I'll show you straw's wrong. And he's like, <laughs> Chucks yeah. that ashtray right against the door. But then we go back. Old Debbie Sue Voorhees. <laughs> that nymphomaniac. God she is. Damn. She cannot stop boning so much that she has to be in a mental ward, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're over the, over the line. <laughs> Her and her man, they're going to go sneak off again. Yeah, going towards Ethel's property. I guess Ethel must just own all the property all around this place. She has the sweetest property to nail on. <laughs> yeah. It's like right by a river or a <laughs> creek or something. It's it's worth noting that there's no lake anywhere to be seen in this no. movie. I wonder where they are in relation to the lake. It's like a county away. They definitely wouldn't bring Tommy back to the lake. <laughs> that would be a bad idea. But, like, Debbie Zoo and Eddie. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Pretty sure it's Eddie. I don't know her name. The lucky guy. Yeah, and <laughs> Debbie Zoo. Lucky dude. Yeah. They run off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's multiple runoffs in here. <laughs> They're just getting up to their business. Well, she was doing the laundry, and he's and like, she, "Come yeah. on, come on, let's like, come on, grab that sheet." <laughs> she just takes a sheet, and they go, they run he takes off. Takes a sheet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that comes later. <laughs> yeah, somebody does. <laughs> They're in the woods. They lay that sheet down to go about their business. Four minutes later, that dude's got to go wash off. I would say four minutes is giving him some credit. Dude. I was giving him credit, <laughs> <laughs> and also all the while that this is happening. The drifter that's supposed to be cleaning the chicken coop is just it's pulling like a, a peep job <laughs> on him. He's like, whoo, what's going on over here? He's like, damn, this is my lucky day. <laughs> and then he turns around and he goes, not. It's, it's not. fucking lucky day. What happened then? Did he get one in the gut too? Yeah, he got ruined too. And, uh, yeah, the homeboy, he did some quick work on Debbie Sue and he needs to go wash off in the river. <laughs> It's, uh, we should just keep track of how often people have sex and then need to go wash off immediately. Yeah. That needs to be a prerequisite for movies we do. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, while he's off washing up, Debbie Sue's just, she's feeling good, dude. She's laid back on that, uh, sheet. 
That less than four minutes was all she needed. <laughs> it was more than adequate, dude. Yeah. It took care of business. Dude's hung like an elephant trunk. <laughs> and, uh, but the good times are over because Jason stabs her in the eyes. With the pruning shears or whatever. With Cropsey's pruning shears. Yeah. <laughs> and then. And not only does he stab her, he's like. Yeah. Stand. He like closes them shut to where it would like, like cut this part of your nose. Well, he opens them. So he like went backwards and like, yeah. oh okay. So either way, it's a bad. It's bad news for the recipient. Yeah, it's not good, and it just ruins some sweet tits. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> And then old Ricky, he's coming back from the river. He's also in Ricky good dude. spirits. Is it Ricky? Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> it's an he's E. Like, and then wash his job off and he's like <laughs> yeah. skipping rocks, thinking about how awesome it was to do that for the thirtieth time. And he's got he takes like a stick out of a tree and he's like knocking down <laughs> yeah. leaves and stuff. Everything's going good at the at the current moment for him. But he comes up to her and he's like, We know I'm sleeping. sleeping? <laughs> She's not sleeping. She's dead dog. He just like curls up next to her and he's like, oh, this is, uh, this is pristine and like completely natural. Yep. Let me roll you over so I can get a look at the tabs. <laughs> oh, what happened to your eyes? Oh, man. I'm sure he looked at the tabs first and then. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no guy making eye contact. <laughs> he's like, oh, it's still looking good. And he just like <laughs> happened to look up. Oh, God, what happened to your eyes? <laughs> <laughs> that was like my fifth favorite part of you. <laughs> And then he backs up into a tree because he's so shocked of what yeah, he's, he's just seen. I, I have to back away. Yep. And uh, somebody throws a belt strap around the tree <laughs> and uses a stick, stick in between the loops and just like <laughs> just twists twist that it. shit. And I guess that like crushes his head. At least his eyes. It's it's not a good thing to have happen to you. <laughs> it's all about eye destruction in this scene. Yeah. And. The dude that's twisting it has like a weird technique because he's yeah. twisting it the right direction for a while and then he decides to loosen it up. Yeah. It seems like he loosens it up and he's like, I'm gonna twist it this way. <laughs> and then it breaks. Switch it up on you. And that guy's dead. The end. But we've now come to <laughs> the moment of fucking truth. The main event <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Our life. <laughs> the best scene. That we probably ever cover in yeah. any movie we ever watch. Reggie is going to go see his older brother. Demon. Demon. Which is his birth name, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he lives in a van down by the river pretty much. <laughs> They're like in some kind of a trailer park or something just chilling in a van. Yeah, he's just parking. Pam is going to take Reggie down there as a favor to his grandpa, the cook. He seems like a nice old man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's hooking it. She's hooking him up with a favor. And they're like, take Tommy with you. He needs to get out of here because he's crazy and we don't want him around. <laughs> he's weird and he creeps us out. <laughs> so they take him. The whole crew goes down. They visit uh, Reggie's brother, Demon. And this is, needless to say, Miguel Nunez, our favorite dude of all time. In his first appearance on our pod, not the last. No. Promise. 
We mentioned him on the first pod, though. Yeah. We need to uh, at least make a mention of him every time. Yeah. That's too reckless. Open up the door. Oh, my God. Well, get your ass in here, boy. God, it's good to see you, dude. Damn, you look good. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, God, look at this. God. Are you having a dinner? Yeah, have an enchilada. Man. Wow, man, where'd you get those bad rings from? If you've been around the world as long as your big brother have, you get things. He is living the life, dude. I, he, he, says, got, he hasn't made. Like, I couldn't imagine a better life than what this dude... I don't know where he gets his money from, but he seems to want for nothing. No. He has literally got a cool van, a hot chick to smoke the reef with. Reef. He is got... A buffet, apparently. He has anything you want in there. You want to name it off yet? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, he's got enchiladas, tacos, egg rolls, pizza, <laughs> beer. He has sweet rings. Yeah, he's got all kinds of cool rings. And he says, if you've been around the world like I have, you're going to get some cool rings. You're going to see some shit. <laughs> And whenever you see some shit, I mean, you're just going to come across some rings sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Pam, are you hungry? Oh, no, thanks. You want a taco? Egg roll? Mm. What about a slice of no, pizza? Cheese and sausage? What about you, brother? <laughs> I know what you want. Want a beer? Yeah, I'll take it. Get out of here. Mm. i tell you what. Why don't you take this? Wow. Hey, man, this is bad. Nothing is too good for my little brother. You going to give me this, too? <laughs> <laughs> He's a good brother to Reggie. Hell yeah, he's hooking him up. He says, uh, come on in here, get you some pizza, get you some tacos. Here, have one of my rings. Check out my hot chick that I got in here. Where did you get that? (laughs) (laughs) Reggie's like, I don't care about these tacos, dude. Where'd you get that chick at? I want real life for Nunez and Reggie to be related. (laughs) That would just make my dreams come true, dude. (laughs) Friday Five is like... Real. It's like a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> but it would suck though, because that means Nunez got ruined. Yeah, that's not what we want. No, nah, we're retconning that shit. <laughs> but all the while that uh, you know, Demon is introducing Reggie to his his hot chick, and Reggie's introducing Demon to Pam, who he's like, "This is my, my girlfriend. girlfriend." Tommy is just like staring at a neon sign. <laughs> <laughs> like the crazo that he is. So just uh, keep in mind that Tommy's over there acting weird. Uh, Demon offers Reggie a beer. And Reggie's like, yeah, give yeah, me give one me of those. Time. And he's like, come on, Ralph, come on. You know better. i am giving you that. Pam, Pam's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have let you give that boy a beer, but uh, that was kind of fun. <laughs> That's cute. I love the relationship <laughs> between you two. But then Junior rolls up on his motorbike. Right at Tommy. And he's like, he sees the truck that they showed up in. And he's like, you're one of them people from the looty bin. You're one of them crazos. You're a nut job. And Tommy is just like. Junior's consistently taunting Tommy. (laughs) Yeah, he's just like ready to give this guy shit for being crazy, dude. And uh, needless to say, Tommy is not... um, 
interested in hearing what Junior no, he, has to say. He just lays waste to this dude, dude. He's like, let me just whip out this black belt real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, at some point between four and five, as we discussed, Tommy became a kung fu expert. <laughs> he was apparently in a Japanese <laughs> nut house yeah. for a little while. They have to every day go to meditation <laughs> and then go to kung fu practice. Kung fu? Kung fu. Kung fu. And, uh, yeah, just Tommy Jr. doesn't even get a hit in on his dude, I don't man. think. He just, Tommy lays waste to him. <laughs> <laughs> and Pam's like, oh, God, Tommy's beating somebody up again. I guess we got to leave. Well, so why, why did we take this motherfucker in? <laughs> yeah. Poor Reggie's visit with his awesome brother gets cut short because of Tommy's hijinks. He can't even contain his kung fu for five <laughs> minutes. It's got to come out. He has no choice. They head off, but luckily, thank God, that's not the last we see of Demon. Hell no. We get another <laughs> primo scene with Demon the and best. his chick, and they're chatting it up. They're like, yeah, I'm, I really love that boy. He's, he's my buddy or whatever. And the chick, Demon's chick, she's like, I really like y'all's relationship. Y'all seem like uh, you really... Relate to one another or something. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I'm just making shit up. <laughs> Tell me grumbles. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that, that's the that's the end point of this scene. <laughs> They're chatting for a minute, but then Demon's like, oh, God. <laughs> I think the mixture of all this awesome food that I've been eating has done, has done a number on my belly. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it could have been the egg rolls. It could have been the tacos. It might have been the pizza. But I think that Demon has narrowed it down. He thinks it's a damn enchiladas. Oh, hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh, you gonna be all right? (laughs) My man, he's running. He's got to go to the toilet. He's running, but it's also just like quickly scooting. (laughs) He's not wanting to. He's acting it perfectly. He's got his buns clenched, dude. It's one of those runs. (laughs) And then we don't even pull any punches, dude. Straight cut to Demon in the stall. In this outhouse type thing. Yeah, it's it's like an outhouse made out of tin. Yeah. It's like a bus stop outhouse. And he's just got the look of ecstasy on his face. <laughs> I've never seen anyone happier. It's just like pure relief on his yeah. face. He was afraid he wasn't going to make it, but he's good, man. He made it. And his chick, she's, I mean, most people would hang back and be like, I'll let my man go use the bathroom. But she's just like, he's like I'm going to pull a joke. I'm right going to go up and shake the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and Demon is not about it, dude. He's, no, like, he's like, hey, hey, cut it out. You're going to get it, bitch. Oh, lighten up, Demon. You'll feel a lot better after you shit. <laughs> I feel a lot better when I'm out of here. This shit box is gross. And she's like, all right, it was me. Let's sing to each other for a while. <laughs> hey, baby. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. This might be the best song ever written. (laughs) It's officially. And it has legit been in my head 
for 10 years probably. Yeah. Like I would just randomly have that song pop into my head and I'll just sing it to myself and just make my day brighter, dude. Yeah, dude. You think about this and you're like just so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pure happiness hearing Demon serenading his woman. <laughs> From the toilet. Ooh, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Ooh, baby. She stopped singing. Oh, damn. Something happened. He's like, what's up? What's going on out there? Then the outhouse starts shaking again. And he's like, you're going to get a bitch. That's it. (laughs) Now you're going to get a bitch. (laughs) Okay. I told you this isn't funny. Now you're going to get it, bitch. He gets up. No wiper. No. It's a no wiper. Pulls that pants up. Leather pants. <laughs> Leather pants with a no wiper, dude. <laughs> Those are the safest pants to shit, I suppose. I guess. They'd probably be easy to clean. Yeah, you just like armor all it. <laughs> but he opens up a stall door. He's going after this chick. Yeah, he was about to lay a smackdown. And then... <laughs> She's like laying right there, blocking the door from opening. Oh, he's damn. like, ah! Her neck slit. Not good. He shuts that door and he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody starts jamming a fence post through the wall. <laughs> he's like dodging that shit left and right, but he gets one in the knee. Yeah, he does as good as he possibly could, but he gets one in the knee. Looks Run. brutal. He sells it too. Yeah, it seems painful. He's not happy. And then, I mean, what's the final kill? It goes through his chest or something yeah, like that? another stomach. Yeah. Right in the guts. Damn. Ruins it. Best character. After that, I almost feel like I don't care as much about the rest of the movie <laughs> because this genius character is now gone. There needs to be a spinoff of what Demon and his lady were up to. A prequel? Right up until that. Yes. Yeah. I would watch that right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I would never stop watching it. <laughs> that shit would be on repeat. Then we see uh, Junior going back home. He's going to lick his wounds. <laughs> He's like screaming like a motherfucker. <laughs> He's raising hell, dude, just riding around on this uh, motorbike. And he's saying, They hurt me, Mom. <laughs> they hurt me. You're going to get them and cut them into little bitty pieces. <laughs> and she's in there. She's like making the biggest pot of stew <laughs> I've ever seen. It's like a water tower's worth of like, <laughs> yeah. stew. She's got like a water tower's worth of water, and she's like putting like a one carrot, carrot in it. <laughs> and she's like, get in here, boy, I'm making your dinner. <laughs> Come here and eat my stew. <laughs> he's just like, drive, he keeps driving around, riding up on Don't the porch. He's like just hollering. And she's like, She's getting pissed off. She spits in the stew, which I'm assuming she's probably going to eat too. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because it's her spit. She's she's good, man. Ethel don't care if we eat a little no. bit of spit. <laughs> Ethel eat <laughs> those damn enchiladas. Yeah. But uh, 
as Junior is uh, riding around like a madman on his motorbike, he gets silenced. He gets a decap job. Ruined. His head goes flying. And then uh, Ethel's glad to hear that it's, there's finally some peace and quiet around She's here. She's like, oh, thank God. But then the window in front of her breaks. And she's done up. Which sucks. Face down in stew. <laughs> Hatchet to the face. Right in the stew. Yep. So we've lost Demon and we've lost Ethel. Back to back. These are... These Cut are, this movie off. Yeah. You might as well. I mean, Reggie the Reckless is the yeah, last cool him. character that's left. Pam and uh, Reggie, they get back to the nut house. But when, when did Tommy, he like... Uh, he doesn't show up until they're in the barn already getting chased by Jason. But like, when did he disappear? After, after the fight? Yeah. He just he like did. took off after yeah. that? He run off. He run off. <laughs> <laughs> Pam says she's going to go find somebody because the doc is missing. Grandpa Reckless is missing. There's no supervision at this place. No. Honor system does not work no. in a nut house. But uh, the slim pickings that's left over, two of them are watching, uh, I think they're watching Dementia 13, I think is yeah, what that movie is. I'm not sure, but I think so. Either way, they're just like rowing a boat and hanging out. Yeah, they're watching some public domain movie, black and white job. And uh, Violet, one of the chicks I was doing laundry earlier, she's upstairs just having a straight up dance sesh. That's all she needs. She's not interested in watching any moves with the rest of the crew. She wants to dance the night away. And the stuttering guy is with the chick that has terrible 80s hair. He's trying to put some moves on her, dude. Yeah, he's like stutter stepping his way over that <laughs> yeah. ass. It takes him a few, it takes him a little bit longer. <laughs> I, look, I, I like you. A lot. A lot. Like, he says a lot, finally. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, uh... <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, uh... I, like, wanna make love <laughs> to you. <laughs> I wanna make love with you. Shoots this boy down hard. He just laughs in his face and he's like, I didn't mean it. I was playing. <laughs> he's like, I didn't mean it. And then she, she doesn't stop laughing. No. She just keeps laughing, dude. <laughs> She's like, You're trying to bone me? That is hilarious. <laughs> and he runs away up the steps. To, right to Violet's room. Yeah, he's he wants to talk to Violet, but she's like, Can't you see I'm dancing in here? <laughs> it's like, Go away. So he is just totally dejected. He's and, shot down. Yeah, double time. No hope. Do you think that if Violet would have talked to him, he was going to try to put the moves on her? Yeah, dude. dude. He was just going from chick to chick. He's like, it's like the first outlet didn't work. Let me put this plug in this next outlet. See if I can get some juice. <laughs> yeah, let's see what <laughs> see what we get cooking here. And the answer is nothing. Nope. 
He is the 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 night. Exactly. And then what? How does he get his uh? He meets his end, but I can't remember oh, what happens. Yeah. Something happens to him, and he's dead. <laughs> he's over. Oh, he. I think he gets like a cleaver in the face too, or something like that. Because yeah, I think you're right. Because the chick downstairs, she's done watching that movie. She goes upstairs and uh, she's <laughs> she decides to go to bed. And I mean, what any chick in the world does, just take your shirt pop off, them boobs out. Take your shirt off, check yourself in the mirror for a minute, <coughs> look at your own boobs. That's what I personally do every night before bed. If I was a chick, I would. <laughs> As she gets up on the top bunk, she feels bad. Even when she's looking at her boobs in the mirror, she's like, oh, stuttering guy. I feel bad, kind of. Like, I probably shouldn't have done that. I still wasn't going to bone you, though. I could have let you down a little bit easier. Yeah, though. for sure. She gets up on the top bunk. She's trying to get comfy. She she pulls her covers up right, right underneath under her, her boobs. boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I need to leave these exposed. Well, now, okay, this brings to mind the fact that we should talk about Danny Steinman, the director, <laughs> the director. of this movie, who is awesome. I mean, this yeah, movie... He made a fucking badass movie. Yeah, no doubt. He made this movie, and he made Savage Streets, which are the only two movies that I can recall that he made, but they're both awesome. But he came from the world of pornography, Trav. Pornos. <laughs> and I feel like you can definitely tell in this yeah, movie. he dude, carries it with him. There is, like, an element of sleaze to this movie, like, and that's one of the reasons probably that, besides something that we'll get to later, that people kind of look down on this movie a little bit. I feel like it comes sandwiched in between my two favorite Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Four is awesome, and six is probably my favorite. And they're more like, almost like a mainstream movies or something like this. This movie took the, you down to the sleaze, dude. Sleaze sandwich. Yeah. They were like, this is the meat on a sleaze sandwich. <laughs> We've got, obviously, nymphomaniacs running around, mentally handicapped people getting axed to death. It has everything you want in a movie. <laughs> exactly. People doing cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Driving chargers. Doing donuts. But, yeah, I mean, we can... Uh, Danny Steinman is uh, passed away, but definitely got to give him his props for Hell yeah. a notable entry into the Amazing Friday 13th franchise of... One of the more memorable ones, I would say. Time has been well to this movie, if you ask me. Yeah, definitely. Whenever like, it started, there was like, oh my god, it's not Jason Fuckers movie. Right. We'll talk, we could talk more about it at the end, but it seems like, even though people still look down on this one, it seems like it's found its audience yeah. over time, for sure. But, uh, yeah, that chick, she decides that uh, she's not cold enough to need to put the blanket all the way up. She just needs to let her boobs do a little bit of breathing while she's having a rest. That's how I roll. <laughs> but she rolls over and she sees stuttering dude's cleavered face like smack dab in front of her, dude. <laughs> do you think you could get in a bed and not know that there was a dead body in the bed? <sighs> Especially a, the top bunk? <laughs> no. You've got to climb well, up. you got to think about it because she skipped over the front, like the bottom bunk. Right. There was a dude in that, too. 
Was there? Yeah, because that's how she gets owned. Oh, yeah, that's where yeah. the killer is, yeah. She is too preoccupied looking at her own boobs, I yeah. think. <laughs> She's thinking about those boobs. Yeah. She's not interested in the stuttering guy. She's interested in herself, I think. She's like, I don't like you. I like me. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to express myself to myself. <laughs> with myself. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing to do. She gets into bed. Stuttering man is in there, cleaved. Ruined. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's shocked, but not for very long, because this is almost like a uh, callback to part one, Kevin Bacon well, job. Yeah. She gets uh, stabbed through the bottom of the bunk bed, and now she's done. So then uh, we see the dancing chick. She's up in her room just getting after it, dude, by herself. Straight feeling it. She's feeling it so much she doesn't even know that somebody came into her bedroom. She she might have heard something. She turned around, but there was nothing there. Nope. So what else is there to do but to go back to dancing some more? She's dancing awesome, though. She's got uh, what kind of dance style would you say that is? Dysfunctional robot. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely some kind of a robot style <laughs> job. Robo-flop. But uh, she goes out the way that she loved to live life, dancing. <laughs> but unfortunately, she gets a machete or some type of implement. Straight in the gut, dude. Like always. And then should we mention the alternate death? So supposedly, uh, almost like an urban legend, but one that's definitely true because... Photographic proof. Yeah. I don't know if it was ever actually filmed or if they were just doing makeup tests, but there exists photos of her with blood all around her crotch. So... Her original death was supposedly her getting stabbed in a crotch or just like... I thought it was like a windmill slice job. Yeah, just like straight up the crotch area. That would have been more interesting than another gut job. I guess it was too intense. Steinman trying to bring in that that sleaze element again, (laughs) Trey. It's like, I want these chicks penetrated (laughs) with implements. I got an idea for death. This chick gets straight to the pussy. Annihilated straight <laughs> in the crotch. <laughs> the producer's like, oh, yeah, uh, like, maybe. We shouldn't have hired the Steinman dude. He <laughs> talks about the crotches. <laughs> Steinman's over there. He's like, okay, for this next scene, we start with a close-up on a crotch. <laughs> Ethel's crotch. <laughs> zoom, zoom out from Ethel's crotch. <laughs> to Judy's crotch. <laughs> But then Pam, she's been off looking for all the missing folks that are around. She returns. <laughs> she finds a couple of them. She, yeah, she yeah she found uh, the doc. Doc dead. And Grandpa Reckless. Yep. Dead. Gone. Him. Fuck. I feel bad about him. Oh, he dude, seemed like he, a nice he guy. He was like an innocent dude. Yeah. He's like this Catman Crothers job. Yep, exactly. He's got the shiny. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been letting people know. <laughs> no one else had it. No. He's been telling everybody. He's Maybe like, hey. Reggie has it. Oh, man. And that's how he knows how to drive that Maybe tractor. demon has it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has opened up a whole world of movies that I would love to see. <laughs> but uh, Reggie is the only dude left alive. 
at the compound. He has been taking a nap in his awesome jumper PJs. Yeah, that red jumpsuit. Just straight red. He, that's all he cares Ready about. Ready the reckless, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie the redless. Or the redful. Red <laughs> Robert Redful. <laughs> They're taking off uh, trying to... It's like the final chase type situation yeah. here. Pam, she... What happens? She falls or something. Reggie keeps going. I can't remember exactly what happens. There's a situation where... Pam is about to get owned by Jason. Oh, maybe. And then, boom! Reggie comes in saving the day, dude. He's like, "I'm gonna get on this motherfucking like front end loader tractor job." <laughs> it's like a tractor with like a bucket on the front of it, I think. <laughs> and he just Jason's like, eh, that, "That dude ain't gonna get me." Jason's like, "What are those lights?" What are those lights right there? Oh, damn! Oh. <laughs> Somebody just ran into me with a bucket. Is that what they call that? A bucket? Yeah. You got that on. He's down for the count, you would think. Maybe. Possibly. Pam and Reggie, they go hide in the uh, barn. That's that's the thing to do Yeah. whenever you think that uh, the person that's been killing everybody is down for the count. Just go hide in a barn. I would just parked that tractor right on top of him. <laughs> on top of his head. Yeah. He'd been like, there you go. On top of his nuts. <laughs> yeah. goes, goes to support Travis's uh, theory. Ball destruction. <laughs> Park that tractor on his balls. Wait for the authorities End to show End of the up. movie. That's, uh, that's over then. Yeah. <laughs> you saved the day. <laughs> if you're like 10-year-old Reggie, you're straight nailing Pam after that. <laughs> yeah. He ain't got no choice. Dude, if I was to get on a tractor right now, there's no way in hell I would know how to run it. <laughs> like, if if I was in a Friday the 13th situation and I needed to run a tractor to knock him down, I would just be sitting there trying to figure out the <laughs> controls for like two hours, dude. Do you think, do you, think you could fire one up? And get I know how to drive a tractor, dude. I don't. I know how to drive a forklift. Is it similar? Kind of. It's basically a car, dude. A tractor is like a car? Yeah. It seems like... Uh, they have different... Like... They seem complicated to me for some reason. <laughs> You're just scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not interested. You're wary of your own abilities. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Plus, if I act ignorant, then nobody will try to get me to drive a tractor <laughs> because I don't want to. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I don't know. It's fun. I'm good to just drive an automatic car to the store and buy. But you can't a dig sandwich. a hole with a car. Dude. That's true. You use a tractor. You gonna use a shovel. Well, it depends on how deep the body's buried. If it's buried like Jason's <laughs> body in this movie, then they did not use a tractor to bury Jason. <laughs> Jason, he was down for a minute, but that tractor wasn't enough to take him out, dude. No, it was like a slight bump. He's up now. He's bleeding from the chest, though. Did do a little bit of damage. He's going to go try to find these fellas in the barn. Seems like uh, everything's nice and quiet in there. Maybe <laughs> a little too quiet. <laughs> considering. A little too rough. Yeah, a little too rough. It's too quiet for me considering that there's a running chainsaw right behind the door. But you don't hear it running. Until the door opens. Yeah, it's like, boom! <laughs> 
this chick, either that chainsaw is running, and that was like a soundproof door, or she's got like the quickest... <laughs> I am. She's got like the quickest chainsaw starting <laughs> abilities that I've ever laid witness she's to. She's like world jacket champion, dude. <laughs> One of those jobs. <laughs> it's a pull up and it's good to go. It, now it's a machete versus chainsaw showdown. Oh, damn, like a sword fight. Yep. I don't even remember what happens. Like the, the, the chainsaw, chainsaw runs, and runs out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's like, Hat! That's that's when the, it always runs out of gas when you need it, dude. Forever. Jason's like, oh man, this is my fucking opportunity. <laughs> yep. And Pam's like, no, it ain't. She chucks that chainsaw at him. Yeah. And he's like, he just fa- he falls down. She is also run off. Yeah, she runs <laughs> off to the loft. <laughs> <laughs> They're up in the loft. And like, didn't he get his leg jacked up or something? Oh, it's because uh, it's because Tommy makes his triumphant return yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. Let's just say that up to this point, the movie would have had you to potentially believe that Tommy Jarvis could have possibly been the one perpetrating these murders. Yep. There's so many red herrings in this movie. <laughs> it could be Junior, maybe. He's crazy for yeah. sure. I mean, Ethel starts out, her first appearance, she claims that she has a bomb on her. <laughs> so, I mean, that's not no. exactly on the level. She's saying that she wants to blow people's brains out. Junior is definitely a little crazy. Then you have the hopeless drifter. There's a drifter. A meal. He's, he's definitely given some, you know, some sideways glances to make you think that uh, this dude could be up to no good. Uh, who else is there? I mean, Vic, possibly. I mean, you never know. Could he have escaped? Maybe. They would have talked about it, though. Yeah. But uh, they definitely set up Tommy to be a suspect because at the very beginning, we see Tommy bust a knife out of his pack. Like, as soon as he gets <laughs> yeah. there. He's, he's like, I love this knife. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God they didn't check my bag. <laughs> Let me just hide this under my bed now. It's not suspicious at all. But, twist, it was not Tommy. Tommy is coming back. He's going to face his fears. He's been having visions this whole time. Jason's haunting him. It's no good for Tommy. He he comes face to face with Jason. He thinks that it's like a vision. Up until the point that Jason whacks him with a machete or whatever. <laughs> right across the chest. He's like, yeah. Boom. That could have... He's like Zorro in him. But it's <laughs> yeah, just one line. Should have made a J that would have been primo. <laughs> he, uh, he realizes, he snaps too. This is not a vision now. This is going down for real. <laughs> he He's like, he's straight, he goes straight into it. He's got kung fu training. He's buff. He's ready to throw down. He's been yeah. training since part four. He stabs Jason in the leg. Like, right in that sweet spot, dude. Oh, damn. Like, it's like your thigh, I guess. Thigh. Inner thigh. Thigh close to groin yeah. area. It's like pre-crotch. Like Post-crotch. Bordering on crotch. Too he's close. almost following my rules. <laughs> yeah. He's come the closest so far. Yeah. And that puts him down. So then Jay, or Tommy, he decides he's going to go 
join the crew up in the loft. But uh, Jason, he's undeterred. He's got, uh, you know, some wounds. But he's still going to try to climb up this ladder now. He gets up there. He does pretty well. He does better than I would. If somebody stabbed me in the... I wouldn't even thought about that ladder. I wouldn't be thinking about anything except my crotch border area. I'd have been pulling an ethylene and flipping them off if I was going away. <laughs> yeah, riding on a motorbike, <laughs> riding that tractor. <laughs> he gets up to the top of the loft and everybody's had a chance to hide now. Right? Is that what happens? Yeah, they hide because, like, Reggie's like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Reggie does a little fake out. It's almost like, I wondered if it was intentional, like a distract yeah. job. They were up there planning the whole yeah. time. Uh, But he finds Pam, right? And she's like about to get owned. And then, oh my God, zoom in. There's a, there's one of those uh, pumpkin carving (laughs) instruments from (laughs) Halloween 6 outside. (coughs) That's all that is, dude. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. It's like the pit from the first Mortal Kombat. (laughs) Yeah, some kind of brutal farm implement that's meant to do nothing but uh, uppercut scorpion through it on a, <laughs> a fatality job. You think that poor Pam's about to get pushed off this loft out onto that uh, spike job, but Reggie comes through in a pinch. He's got it on lockdown. He's got man. like a missile drop kick <laughs> <laughs> and knocks Jason out the loft, dude, and it's just like, spoiler alert here, but he didn't actually fall on the spikes. He's out there hanging. Yep. But I just feel like it's a good thing that that happened. Because you don't want Reggie going through his whole life knowing yeah. that he drop kicked a dude to his death yeah. or whatever. Then you got like Tommy too. Yeah, he's got like boogaloo. Tommy syndrome. Oh man, that would have been a primo thing. Yeah. To have like Tommy and Reggie, Reggie. like teaming up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like making masks and chasing killers. <laughs> Scaring people with spiders. spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Mindy. They find some spells and resurrect demon. <laughs> this is shaping up to be the Friday Thirteenth that should have been Part Six. <laughs> There's no Jason at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like a side character <laughs> extravaganza. We're just like Scooby Dooing across the nation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, now I remember that Tommy was up in the loft, but he was laying there. About, yeah, he was he like, looked Ugh. like he was dead, pretty much. But he comes up and he gets he gets the death blow in on him, knocks him out the loft. He goes straight down to the not before his mask just randomly flies off. Yeah, his off. mask flies off for no reason. And then we see Damn Trav, did you see this twist coming? Not the first time. Not the first time. No. Not, definitely not the first time. I feel time. like I didn't see it coming multiple times, even when I was a kid, because I like I would forget which one I was watching almost. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't as familiar with them as I am now. Uh, but uh, plot twist. It was Roy. Oh, damn. The ambulance driver. Jason wasn't even in here. Joey's now. daddy. It was Joey's daddy. <laughs> but <laughs> here's the thing, like... They do a dramatic zoom in. This dude's wearing a legit hood that you would get like from a primo mask shop to yeah. like go cosplay as Jason Voorhees. We were debating whether where he could have possibly found that hood. 
But uh, we saw those pumpkins earlier, and we thought it was like they're probably some Halloween shops. Yeah, there's definitely a shot earlier where we see some pumpkins. It could be October time when this is happening. Somebody does make mention of the fact that it's chilly, but then also people are boning in the woods <laughs> in the middle of the daytime. So, and if you're a dude and it's cold, you ain't boning outside. You're not wanting Debbie Sue Debbie Sue Voorhees to see you in, <laughs> in the cold, dude. You're going to embarrass yourself. No, you don't want to like present yourself half mast. <laughs> that's gonna be that's like quarter mast when it's cold out. <laughs> but she already knew what was up. Yeah, she had They'd experience. Been all through the she had experience. She was like, I don't care how big it is. <laughs> I, I, I just need I just it. need that thing. <laughs> but anyways, it was Roy this whole time and we do the zoom in, we see his face. And I swear to God, when I was a kid, dude, I remember seeing this and being like, Who's that dude? Who is that dude? <laughs> Who is that supposed to be? I have no... Because going back and watching it now, like we were talking while we were watching it, they go out of their way to yeah. make you think <laughs> like, about Roy. He's like, you know it's that dude when you're watching it. But when I was a kid, I was like, gee, that uh, ambulance driver is weird. But anyways, back to Jason now. But on retrospect, not being a 10-year-old or whatever, it, it seems pretty laid out for you that Roy is at least up to something. He's a weird dude that they are having lingering shots on, having him <laughs> drop random lines that make no sense. His expressions whenever Joey's murdered, he's like, I'm going to kill every one of these <laughs> fucking people. Whenever I was a kid, I thought like his expression when he first sees Joey's body, I was just like, this guy is just like so disturbed He's by the so brutality of this. Out. Yeah. But it was poor Joey's daddy. He saw that dead body and he just snapped, decided to use He was going to avenge the child that he never cared for. Yeah. <laughs> I abandon you as soon as you were born and I don't care and it's hard to tell how I have a current photo of you in my wallet. <laughs> Speaking of current photos. Yes. So, that's the wrap-up. That's It Was Roy. Surprise, you probably already <laughs> knew that. But then we got over to the hospital where we're going to get Exposition Central from De Niro, the sheriff. <laughs> and he has got Roy's wallet. He's This case is already solved, yeah, dude. He's over. figured it out. It's been like an hour. What did he find in that wallet, Trav? He found clippings. From a newspaper. After the picture of Joey. Right. There was definitely a picture, a modern, current picture of Joey. That he posed for. And a picture of himself. (laughs) (laughs) He was just thinking he ruled. He finds the newspaper clippings, and it's like Crystal Lake, murders, all this bullshit. But then you have this picture of Jason that no one could have ever taken. Here, do you think that there's possibly, like, a kill that we didn't see in between movies or something? There was a photographer that went went to Crystal Lake. The the guy that invented the GoPro was killed by Jason. (laughs) He was just rocking it. This picture is literally Jason, like, almost, like, posing for the camera, dude. He's like, oh, what are you? I'm not ready. Don't take this picture. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I killed him was because he was mad that he <laughs> took his picture and he wasn't ready yet. 
But then he, like his mongoloid brain didn't understand the concept of film. And he's like, well, that's over. Yeah. I don't need to and then confiscate this. <laughs> somebody found that roll of film, had it developed, and sent it to the newspaper. We think this is the guy. <laughs> Pretty sure this is the guy. <laughs> There's no, no one's playing hockey on Crystal Lake. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that wraps it up. It was a big twist. And, uh, you know, let's talk about it for a minute, Trav. This is why everybody hate uh, Like we said, it's found its following now. But for but, years yeah. and years, everybody hated this one. Because it wasn't Jason. They yeah, they wouldn't give the movie any credit because just because of the ending. Right. They find out Roy was the one killing him, and you're like... Like, I guess they felt betrayed. They thought that it was yeah. Jason the whole time, and it turns out not to be, and that ruins it. I remember so many Steinman people... Steinman pulled a fast one on me. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Steinman! <laughs> he was like, you don't know nothing about pulling fast ones. <laughs> I've been filming guys pulling fast ones for years. Ruined. <laughs> I just remember so many people being like, that one sucks. It's not even Jason. But I mean, the whole movie still rules. Yeah. Everything about this movie is primo, dude. For my money, the best cast. The best characters. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah for sure, dude. Like, you get Nunez involved... You're setting, you're going up. Yeah, you're setting Brady. And then you got Reg, you got Ethel. I mean, there's a cast of characters here that you can't even just, there's nothing. No, you there's can't no even. comparison. And that, like, and I honestly think that it's kind of cool. I mean, the Friday Thirteenth series has went on for so long. It's cool to, like, throw something different in there every now yeah. and then or whatever. But, uh, yeah, definitely give this one a shot if you haven't watched it in a long time and you're thinking that it's not cool because it doesn't have Jason in it because it's just, like, a cool one to check out every now and then, something different. <coughs> like, you're crushing all the way, like, from one through four, and you have this awesome character, but you kill him off at the end of four, but you want to continue it. Right. You add a palate cleanser. Yeah. You're like, well, let's fucking do this. And they did it, and no one liked it. And it's like, well, guess what, bitches? Next one, you're getting Jason back hard yeah. and fucking core. <laughs> and that's why I feel like this one kind of, it bridges the gap between, like, traditional Jason and zombie Jason. Yeah. And it's also kind of the final one that has the feeling of the earlier ones, yep. where it's like, we're at a camp, and this is happening. It's not really a camp, but it's still a bunch of people in the woods. It just has a certain feeling to those earlier ones. And then, I mean, I love part six, but it definitely took it in a different direction. And then it never really went back. But no. so this was like the last one where it's like. Once you give Jason a utility belt, there's no turning <laughs> back. And yellow gloves. Yeah. Which are awesome. Yeah, he looks cool in that one. But uh, since we're talking about part six, it's uh, of note to mention how this film ends. Tommy is in the hospital room healing from his uh, chest wound I guess he's like out of it Pam goes in there and uh, you know Tommy comes alive stabs her in the gut <laughs> but no, no thank god it was a dream 
They would have been mad. Everything is cool, or so we think. Pam's outside chilling in the hallway with her boyfriend, Reggie the Reckless. (laughs) And uh, you hear a crash. Well, first, he had woken up from his dream, and he went over to the desk. Desk And saw that fucking, Roy's Jason mask is just in his drawer. (laughs) The cops were like, this doesn't need to be uh, evidence, you know. No, give this to that guy. The guy that's completely traumatized for his entire life by somebody wearing a hockey mask, we think that he needs this. So just make sure it's in his hotel room. He gets up, he goes over, and he grabs that mask, cut to outside. Pam hears a a crashing window. She runs in. What happened? Oh, my God. The window is busted out. Tommy didn't escape. Tommy is run off again. He's run off. (laughs) This dude running off all over the place. She's like, oh, my God, Tommy, he's on the loose. But nope, he's behind the door, rocking that mask, having, you know, one of the uh, traditional hospital room butcher knives. <laughs> they, they brought him an, an extra tough steak, and they're like, <laughs> you might need this. And uh, that's the way it ends. We end on a cliffhanger here. Leading into a part six that never really happened because no. it's kind of like a Halloween part four situation where they flirted with making uh, Jamie the killer. They're acting like they're going to pass the helm over to Tommy, make him the new Jason. But then I guess they pussed out, kind of. I can tell you why, too. What's up? <laughs> the, the fucking box office result. <laughs> yeah. There's like, put Jason back in this goddamn movie. <laughs> You need to Frankenstein the shit out of Jason and get him <laughs> back in here, dude. He wasn't cremated. Don't worry about <laughs> that. And uh, the Tommy that we get in part six is definitely a different Tommy than what we've yeah. seen here. He's Tom Matthews. Yeah, Tom Matthews, which is always a good thing. And uh, his personality is just completely different. This dude has been mute almost the whole time. <laughs> Tommy in part six, he's ready to have a good time, dude. Like, I am talking. I am ready to ride around in a car with a chick listening hey, to Alice like, Cooper. I'm be going down there. <laughs> yeah. He is like, oh, we're on the run. But uh, I'm going to hang out here in your crotch area. <laughs> but that's a different move, so. But, uh, yeah, this one, I think, definitely gets a bad rap from a lot of people. It's found its audience, like we said, which is a good thing. That's what happens with a lot of these movies. They're just so different for a long time. People takes a while to get used to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's a crusher through and through. Like if you want, it's basically what people think of when they think of a Friday the Thirteenth movie. When you're just like, oh, it's one of those Friday the Thirteenth movies. You've got some gore. A lot of it was cut. No but way. I mean, there is a lot. There's a high body count. There is sex and boobs galore. You're not plenty. You're not wanting for that. There is Jason stalking scenes. There's killer characters all the way through, dude. Just hilarity, nonstop. You can do so much worse than watching this movie, dude. Like this is what you should turn to. Is what I'm saying. I don't even care if that stuttering dude ever got laid. It was only a m- 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 movie. <laughs>